Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekly Update, Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Market Developments and Strategic Partnerships. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, there's a new study from Bright Local called the Business Listings Trust Report 2021. This is a survey of about 1,000 U.S. consumers about their habits and preferences when using online directories to find information about local businesses. The report reinforces the central role that directories play in local search. Some of the highlights are uh, 94% of consumers reported that they used a business information site in the last 12 months to look up information about a local business. Uh, The most popular platforms are Google by a pretty large margin, followed by Facebook, Yelp, Instagram, and Siri. 85% of consumers surveyed found incorrect information in online directories in the last year, a pretty large majority, with 63% of them saying that incorrect information would make them choose another business. This is really a central theme in the report. In other words, consumers frequently encounter incorrect information about businesses online, and this experience often causes them to lose trust in that business and move on to find an alternative. The the survey reinforces the notion that businesses really need to achieve a high degree of accuracy and consistency across all popular local search platforms that are favored by consumers who are looking for local information. It is now official. The site manager role in Google My Business will be sunset very soon. We shared the first signs of this news two weeks ago when Google My Business updated its help documentation to indicate that no new site managers could be created. Now, the company has sent an email to GMB account holders who have active site managers. The notification states that as of October 24th, 2021, all current site managers will be converted to managers. The removal of site managers leaves three types of user roles, primary owner, owner, and manager. Managers have higher access levels than site managers who are unable to edit fields such as the business phone number and are prevented from responding to Q&A and messages. Presumably, Google saw a low level of adoption for the manager role. We know that, though, the chain and franchise brands with complex hierarchies have found the site manager role useful, this change requires some adjustments and will place the onus on partners, like Sochi to support more flexible permissioning. Next, we have news from Facebook that they've updated the guidelines for verifying the identity of both brands and public figures on both Facebook and Instagram. This is the verification process that grants these entities a blue verified badge on these platforms, similar to the blue badges on Twitter for verified accounts. Facebook noted in the announcement that verification of a business or celebrity is not an endorsement from the company and has no effect on the ranking of content. According to the new verification guidelines, brands and individuals must submit a form along with proof of identification. 
If you're a business, this proof might include paperwork such as a recent tax filing or a copy of your Articles of Incorporation. If you're seeking verification, you also must put forward a claim that your page or profile is in the public interest, and you can optionally supply evidence from news sources uh, that backs up that claim, probably a more significant hurdle for individuals wishing to claim they are public figures than for businesses who are claiming their brand pages. Though badges may not impact ranking, Facebook does say that they, quote, distinguish notable accounts, unquote, and promote authentic engagement with users. We've all seen many articles lately claiming to give you the tactics you need to tackle the new, more stringent page load requirements introduced by Google's recent page experience update. Now we have a post on the Moz blog from Pam Cronin that provides useful historical perspective on these topics. Cronin reminds us that Google began factoring in page speed as a component of its ranking algorithm all the way back in 2010, with 2015 marking the great mobile shift, whereby the majority of searches were performed on mobile devices. Google first used accelerated mobile pages for top results as a way to create fast-loading mobile user experiences while encouraging all web publishers to make fast page load a priority. Mobile page speed has been a ranking factor since 2018. This year's addition of core web vitals to page speed experience merely continues the trend by making page load measurements more specific. Cronin offers a range of useful suggestions for improving page speed, including tactics for making your code and content as lightweight as possible, the use of dedicated hosting network via a virtual private server, caching uh, web content using a content delivery network, and other tactics like lazy loading and employing next-gen image formats like uh, WebP. Lots to discover uh, for those trying to win the page speed race. Next, we have a study that we can file under the category of local SEO myth-busting. There has been a persistent rumor in local SEO circles for many years, in fact, that embedding information in the metadata of images that you upload to Google My Business might have an influence on ranking. This is uh, commonly called the EXIF data, the, the metadata that rides alongside uh, or is embedded within, rather, uh, many image files. Joy Hawkins, in a new post, debunks this rumor, specifically reporting that geotagging images, which means supplying latitude and longitude information in the EXIF data, has no impact on the ranking of your GMB listing or your business website. Although modern cameras often add geo-coordinates automatically when you take a photo, Google My Business in fact removes these geotags when you upload, upload the photo and so do certain web hosting platforms. So with that in mind, it's hard to imagine how this stripped out info could possibly help you to rank. But Hawkins measured it anyway, and uh, just in case, and found that there was in fact no detectable impact. So don't bother geotagging your images for search optimization. A new report from App Annie claims that TikTok, for the first time, has overtaken YouTube in average monthly hours watched per user for Android users in both the U.S. and the U.K. Though YouTube still leads in global users and views across all platforms, with a user base of 2 billion compared to TikTok's 700 million, this milestone is significant for the smaller but booming platform. 
As its influence grows, TikTok is looking for ways to bring businesses and commerce into the platform. Recently announcing an expanded partnership with Shopify that allows merchants to sell products via TikTok ads from within the Shopify dashboard, as well as enabling a shopping tab on merchants' TikTok profiles. Merchants can also publish content on TikTok that links back to the shopping experience. Ads can be targeted to TikTok users based on their demographic characteristics and behavioral profiles. Shopify reports that social channels are growing faster than any other source of sales for its merchants, up 270% from just last year. That's a wrap on this week's updates. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update on your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlson, and we'll see you next time on The Weekly Update.